Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for tuning in to 94.1 The Voice today. I am glad that you're listening to this show, which is Life Point. And I'm Pastor Tom Doherty, and I'm glad to be able to share with you today. Today and tomorrow, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk, well, I want to talk about one thing, but I'm going to break it out in two parts, is the power of God within you. I want to talk about the power of God of love within you, loving one another, loving what God has for you. We find in Luke 10, 25 through 28, a few words I want to share with you. And then we'll start talking about love a little bit. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this great day. Thank you for these incredible people. And I pray, God, you'd bless them. You would lead them. You would open doors for them. And God, I thank you for those that listen so faithfully to this channel. And God, I pray that they would see you clearly and the power of God within them would be, you would use them in a powerful way. And Lord, that they would trust in you have faith in you, and Lord, to be filled with the love of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, Luke chapter 10, verse 25 through 28, it's very interesting because expert of the law is asking Jesus some questions, probably like always trying to cross him out. He says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? You know, and Jesus uh, threw it right back at him. Well, what is written in the law? How do you read it? Jesus says to him. The expert answered, well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus answered, you have answered this correctly. And folks, listen to this next line. Do this and you will live. Do this and you will live. Love God with everything you have and you will live. Love others as you love yourself, and you will live. Now, is this necessarily easy to do? We're going to talk about that today because I think it's something we don't think about a lot, but I think it's very pointed when Jesus says, do this and you will live. You know, And so we need to love God with all we have. Loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength is what? It is selling out to Jesus. It's selling out to him totally. I think there's a lot of people that sit in the pews of church that they haven't sold out to Jesus. All they have done is just say, oh, I believe. Well, guess what, folks? The Bible says even the demons believe. You know, do you have a passion for the things of God? Do you have a passion for Jesus Christ? Is he in the center of your life? Can you wait to get with him? Can you just, are you excited to get with him? Kind of like that old girlfriend that you just used to love. You love to call her up on the phone. You couldn't wait to see her. How is that with your Lord? Who's supposed to be number one in our lives. Can you wait to be in the house of God? Can you wait to read your word, to have prayer? What is your passion? Where are you at? Is the power of God within you? Well, it's time to sell out to him, folks. I believe that with all my heart. Love is probably the most misunderstood word in the world. People misunderstand it. And a couple of the definitions, even from the dictionary, so one of them is having an intense feeling of deep affection. You know, do you have an intense feeling of deep affection for your Lord and your God? And if you do, how do you show it? How do you show it? We water it down so much. We just, we live by 
just wanting to do things and thinking, well, God doesn't care because he knows my heart. God cares, and he knows whether you're deeply in love with him or if you're not. He knows if you're playing a game with him. He knows if you're claiming to be a a child of God and living like a child of Satan. He knows that. You can't fool him. You know, we throw out the word love, like I said, it's so understood. You know, some people say, well, I love pizza. I love pizza. I use this in my service when I preach this message. And and in our church, we have one of the guys that owns seven or eight uh, pizza, uh, excuse me, Papa Murphy's Pizzas around, and he's a fabulous guy. Actually, probably my best friend out there right now. And and we just, one of my best friends anyway, and we just, we have such a great time. But so I always order my favorite pizza from him, which is a pepperoni jalapeno and pineapple. I love that pizza on the low carb crust. That's awesome. And so I say, I love your pizza, Todd. I love that. Or sometimes people say, I love my dog. I love my dog. My dog, I have a friend of mine just named her license plate after their dog. And and she loves her dog so much. And I love her dog too. And and her husband passed away recently, so I'm, I'm glad that uh, she has such a nice little car, not cocker spaniel, but a little Yorkie, and it's the neatest little dog. You know, we throw out love pretty easily, you know. And the other definition of love is this: a great interest and pleasure in something. And that's more like what we're talking about here. You have a great interest in pizza, you know, I, and, and I get pleasure out of having that jalapeno pepperoni and pineapple pizza. But I have a great love for uh, for football and Boise State. I love watching Boise State football. I can't wait for the season. We have a player that goes to our church that is we hope is going to do really well this year. And I love uh, going to games and rooting them on. But that's a great interest type of love. We're going to talk about the different loves uh, probably on tomorrow's show. I've got I'm breaking this up into two shows. You know, they only give me 12 minutes per show, so my sermons on Sunday are probably 25 minutes. So I have to kind of break them up for you folks, but that's okay. I think you're all right with that. It's been 15 years. If you're not used to it by now, you're probably not going to be. So there are some misconceptions about love. You know, most people think love is a feeling, even though they, one of the dictionary thing, intense feeling of deep affection. But some people get caught up too much that it's a feeling. Well, pastor, I read my Bible. I pray. I believe. I trust in God, but I don't feel anything. Well, folks, you don't always feel something. I don't always feel jumpy and excited and this and that. Kind of like a friend of mine, he was a former pastor in the valley, and he'd always say, I mean, the Holy Spirit is is moving in his life. He said, I've got a quiver in my liver. Folks, do you have a quiver in your liver? And you say, well, if I don't, am I not a Christian? No. You know, if you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you believe that he is the Son of God, you believe he died for your sin, you've asked him in your heart, you're heaven bound. And sometimes you don't always have that feeling inside you. And that's why I've had many people over the years, I don't even feel I'm a Christian. Well, folks, I'm telling you, don't go on your feelings, go on your commitment to Jesus Christ. And there'll be times that he will open up the floodgates. I've had times when I'm much more emotional, much more, I feel like I'm much more deeper than others, but there's other times there's dry spells. But I know my God hasn't forsaken me, and I haven't forsaken him. Somebody once said, there's an ocean of emotion. (laughs) If we don't have an ocean of emotion, we don't have Jesus. And that's frankly not true. You know, we can't sometimes help what we feel. You know, people feel like love is uncontrollable. Well, like I fell in love, well, as if you tripped. You know, I use the example, 
as if you tripped into love. You know, I fell into love. You know, you hear love used so in relationships so loosely. There's somebody that's dating for two, three weeks and, oh, I love them. I'm going to take them out. I'm going to take them out by the beach and and set up a canopy and, and put a blanket out there. And I'm going to have two re- really beautiful glasses uh, laid out. And I'm going to have a nice tall bottle of Diet Coke and pour it in each glass. You notice I say Diet Coke to share with each other. And then I'm going to, I'm going to break the news to her. Lily, I love you. I love you and wait and see what she says. But the truth is, you don't really love her. No, you haven't got to that point. You should say, Lily, I'm infatuated with you. Oh, I'm infatuated with you. I think you're something. But we're not honest. You know, we just we throw out love like it's nothing flat. People just carelessly, oh, I love you. I love this. I love that. Well, folks, I'm telling you something. Love is a matter of choice. You've got to choose to love. Colossians chapter 3, verse 14, you know, he, he talks about that. And not only, in fact, I, not only that, and even in the prior verses, I'm going to try to look this up real fast without taking too much of your time because I, I didn't have this looked up. I have, I have the one verse, but I want oh, here it is. Chapter 3, verse, verse 14. But let me read before that. Uh, he says this. He says, Here there, uh, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Put on love. Love is a choice, just like I tell people on Sunday mornings. You have a choice to be in the house of God. You have a choice to come. You have a choice to stay home. You have a choice to make excuses. We get a lot of excuses these days, and some of them are pretty liable. I'm, you know, you can count on because they got some people that are very, very sensitive to disease. Their white counts horrible and this and that. I don't blame them for watching us online. I don't blame people, but you know what? We're getting to the point where I think people are using the excuse not to come to church because it's comfortable. Oh, we've got very comfortable sitting on our couches, having our coffee and our Danish and getting up. We need to go bathroom. We just walk 20 feet to our bathroom. We need some more Diet Coke or uh, iced tea. We go do that, whatever it is, you know, but it's like a choice. You have a choice to come to church. You have a choice to be in the house of God that day or not. You have a choice to watch it online. You have a choice to open your Bible and read. You have a choice to spend time in prayer. Love is a matter of choice. Are you loving God with everything you have, with everything you're about? You know, he loves you. He loves you no matter what. No matter what you've done, he loves you. He forgives you. He wants you to love him back. He wants you to be in touch with him. The power of God within you is the love of God within you. The love of God that's going to spread to the world, which we'll talk about more tomorrow as we're down to the last couple seconds. But folks, I just hope that you take seriously the call of God in your life and you allow him to be the center of all you do. May God bless you. May God lead you. May God open great doors for you. Have a great day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.